Hello and welcome to Podiatry Practice Mastery. My name is Don Pelto and I have Elise Hammond. Welcome, Elise. Hello, nice to be here. Thank you. Um, we are going to be talking a little bit about uh, Shockwave or EPAT. And uh, we we met a while back. We recently had a Shockwave course and I did a number of um, YouTube videos and podcasts about my experience there. It was fun, but I'm so excited to talk to you about the actual uh, doctor experience with the shockwave. And I'd like you to share with us, because I think there's a lot of people that are listening. They have shockwave, they have EPAT, but they get a little frustrated because they're not using it enough. And maybe they're not the best at communicating. So I'd like you to give us some of your, your, your best nuggets um, that you, that you tell people when they actually own the machine and how they can do it better for their patients. That, that sounds great. And you're right on with that with no one ever calls us and says this device or technology is a lemon. What they do say is I'm not using it as much as I would like to. So then we say, okay, let's talk about how are you engaging your patient when they come in. And I think the first thing I heard uh, one physician tell me, asking them, why are you here? You know, Mr. Smith, Mrs. Jones, why why are you here? Um, I, I want to be able to play with my grandkids. Uh, you know, I, I'm tired of not being able to keep up with pickleball. Uh, I really wanted to run that 5K. Okay, let's talk about that. Uh, and, and I think what sometimes medical professionals get caught up in is trying to explain the technology rather than actually focusing on what that goal is of the patient, um, what the diagnosis is, let's talk about that. Then talking about what tools they have to be able to explain um, and best how to use them and get them better, right? Get them, get them better faster and doing the things that they love. So we talk about that kind of overarching and being able to look at that. I always say when someone comes on new, I say there are two prongs to success here. Uh, one is the marketing. So you wanna have the information on your website. You want to have testimonials. We have stock photos. Ideally, you want photos of you treating the patients. And with all the smartphones now, you can absolutely get those uh, small videos, uh, being able to add those things on, patient brochures that we provide. The more important thing is that you believe in it. You, the medical professional, absolutely believe in the technology and how it works. Um, and you're able to say to that patient, if you were my wife, if you were my brother-in-law, if you were that, this is what I would do. And we yeah. can start you today. Elise, I want to talk about uh, two things you mentioned. One is, and I, I don't really say this because I forget about it. When you get a new technology, uh, EPAT or or shot, or I did it with um, ultrasound as well. You know what I did? I, I actually booked block time, let's say one half day a week. And I put everyone in there. And I actually, in the beginning, I did it for free. And I did it for free so I could get used to the technology and the patients could come back and they say it worked. And I know, and I did it for a short period of time, but I, I did actually initially do, I said, let's just try it out. Because I think when we're starting with a new technology, we're like, because you have to try to offer it to them and then you actually have to learn how to do it. And so in the beginning, you know, and it doesn't really cost sense. If you look at, you gave us a neat slide at the, at the course, it's like $2 a session. So you, you do a little investment into your own learning. It's going to take your time more than anything else. And you, you block it out. You take, uh, you know, three weeks, half day a week for each of the three weeks and do your three sessions and then look at the results and then, and say, Hey, you know, I'm going to do this for free, but as a, as a, payment, would you mind doing a little video for me and tell me about your experience? 
you know, and so that's a way you can get content and you can try for free. That, that was, that was a really good point of, of like getting used to it, getting used to it. Getting, and, and we always say that first procedure is never going to be the same as your 100th, uh, you know, as your 200 and things, you get much more uh, proficient in understanding how it works and you, and you have to, and every, as we all know, every patient is different. Right, they're they're they, what they come to you is is different. Um, uh, sometimes I, I I do worry about sometimes either people starting really low in price or giving away for free because I think sometimes people then have a turn some have a tough time turning it back on. Okay. What I do like though is maybe offering it to friends, family, and staff. Okay. So hey, come on in. Let let's do this. I've got a new technology. I really believe in it. Uh, here's how it's going to work. What we don't want to do is mislead the the patient into thinking that you're going to feel better after that first session. Because again, as part of that communication and setting expectations, um, particularly in podiatry, they're suffering from a foot and ankle issue. It's going to take three to five visits, one time per week. And actually, I'm going to give you a call eight to 12 weeks after that last session. Why? Because shockwave continues to work. We're regenerating that damaged tissue. So that's when we're really going to know uh, how, how this uh, played out for you to mm -hmm. be able to do that. But I do think that that confidence in seeing that, and I love the idea of treating staff because well, you get a staff member answering the phone and the patient often says, what's this shockwave thing? What's this EPAT thing? Oh, I came in and I, you know, I did it myself. I, I couldn't be more of a believer. My husband isn't complaining anymore as a result of this. Uh, mm -hmm. So a great way to get, and I think that builds up the, the medical professionals, like you said, uh, their comfort and their confidence in what they're offering and doing. Yeah. And I, I think you mentioned something else about having the information about EPAT or shockwave in different formats, because just because we tell it to the patient, they're, they're not going to remember. And even when they sign up for their three to six sessions, they're not going to know what they just did. And they're going to have to explain it to a loved one when they get home. Like, what did he say? Well, he's going to do the shock thing and I have to pay this much money. Whereas if they leave, a lot of times what we do is we actually have them bring the consent home with them. And our consent has, it's mostly like explaining about it, how it works, why it works, and then a consent and they can bring it home and then when they come back, they can actually just sign that. That has information. Your brochures have information. We have it on our website. And um, so I think that's something real important because they're going to forget. They're going to yeah. forget. They're not going to remember. I had a patient the other day. I said, you know, what I usually do is I do shockwave the first and then I say the second, we're going to do amnio if you're a good candidate for it. And so what they did is they came back the second one. I didn't have amnio planned, but they asked me, oh, weren't you going to do the amnio the second visit? And I said, oh, yeah, you know, we I talked about it. They didn't say anything. But when they ask us for it, so I think there's something good about giving them that information and they say, oh, yeah, I'm ready to do the shockwave. So them choosing it and, and learning for themselves, because we don't have a lot of time to talk about it with them. Uh, right, right. And I will say with our customer partners, we do have uh, patient brochures that we've created. They're very easy. They really walk you through the procedure, what it is, uh, gives you enough information to really understand uh, what the physician is recommending for you. You know, and I would say everybody should be having one of those. You know, the nice thing we've set it up right online. So people, so our physicians can order those brochures, put their name right on that uh, and to be able to hand that out. Because I do think having the information in that form, as well as having it on the website, again, we provide our customer partners with uh, here are a few FAQs, frequently asked questions yep. that they can put the answers to up there. 
Some medical professionals, I think, get hung up on, well, I need more of the complete research and I need the articles to be able to hand out. You're going to have that one patient, you know, who loves to delve in and who really wants that information. And you can direct them to pubmed.gov, have them search on ESWT for plantar fasciitis. They can read to their heart's content. In my mind, sometimes we um, inundate people with too much information. They really want to hear what's the diagnosis? How can I get better? What do you recommend? That's why they're coming. They're coming to you as the expert. And I think if if uh, physicians can remember, they don't have to be salespeople. They are educators mm-hmm. and they have to believe in the technology. And that I feel like is is the magic. And that comes across and is palpable uh, to everyone when you when you take that approach. You know, in, in having that, I think part of the confidence, at least, comes from doing it. But what, what you guys have is on your website, and, and I'll, you can ex- ex- share this website, but you have a lot of webinars that were done. And those were really, during the pandemic, what I did is I just listened to all the webinars. Uh, and, and it really, a lot of it's the basic science, which kind of bores me out. But then they usually, people have their own way of explaining things. And the different doctors have, have their protocols for it. And I find doing all those webinars was what really helped me to do more, but really what took me to the next level was when I went to one of the courses, like I was doing the webinars, they were fun, but it, it's, it's boring. Like you're by yourself watching it and yes, it can be helpful. But then when you go and you talk to other colleagues that are doing it and you can learn these little tips and techniques of like one simple thing I learned was it, just a wording thing. I say, well, you know, shockwave gets you better about 50% faster and it's about 80% effective, something real simple, but I use that every single day and who doesn't want to get better 50% faster and who doesn't want to have something that's 80% success rate. And so real simple. And I believe it. And I knew it was happening. I just wasn't saying it that way. Yeah. Yeah. I do love our webinars and they did come about because of COVID because we were all locked down. So if anyone watches those, yes, you will see me at the beginning in my kitchen uh, doing those. And I think probably a dog barking in the background, but they were great. You know, they were 40 minutes with um, somebody who um, had really either one of the scientists from uh, from Europe or from abroad who was talking about the technology or one of our U.S. Uh, experts talking about how they'd integrated it um, and been able to use it. They So they are really valuable. Um, we also have a variety of other resources, white papers and other on our website as well. So I think the combination um, to be able to get people excited about the technology. Um, I do love our events. I think what makes them different is they are smaller and uh, we can introduce anybody to anyone there, uh, whether they're a presenter or somebody else. Someone says, oh, I'd really love to talk to another DPM who's embraced this more recently, how they added it in. Maybe that podiatrist is now looking at adding focus to their radial mix or now EMTT. We can make those connections. Uh, I think that it is a very much a community that we've created and it's a very collaborative atmosphere. And I think that's what people benefit from. And, and when they leave with it, I think, as you've told me, the enthusiasm over the technology afterwards. You really kind of get bit by the bug after you attend one. Yeah. And so let's go back and talk a little bit more about communicating uh, effectively about shockwave. And and I I know a lot of us, I'll talk about the the top two that I do, which is probably the same as every other podiatrist. I talk to people about plantar fasciitis and Achilles tendonitis. Those are the top two. Um, And and I I, pretty much every day I'm having this conversation and and the conversation isn't long. The conversation is, you know, we have to reduce the inflammation. Um, we have to reduce the thickness. And in the past, we used to use more cortisone and now we don't have to because cortisone, a lot of times their pain came back in a couple of months and now we actually want to heal it. And I'll talk about the lack of blood flow and stuff like that. But you know what? You know what helps me? The number one thing that helps me 
ultrasound. Okay. I couldn't practice any longer. So I'm just throwing it out there. Like you should buy a shockwave, get a free ultrasound because um, I'm just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> buy a shockwave, get a free ultrasound. I offered but, you to you by Dr. Pelto yeah. here. Well, but, but, the, but the reason is like, I do so many more uh, shockwaves because I can show the plantar fascia on the right foot and compare it to the left. And I show that thickness. I show the effusion in there. And they're like, oh yeah, that totally makes sense. Cortisone's not going to reduce that, only shockwave will. And I can do it post post as well. But because so the number one tool for me, and I was talking to some of my other colleagues, it's using the additional imaging uh, for that. Any other tips I, I, yeah. like that? I, I think you're exactly right. I think um, the benefit of the ultrasound is immense and being able to uh, validate what you are saying as a medical professional. I can show you what, what we're doing Objective. here. I can show you uh, the foot that you're suffering with, and I can show you what your healthy foot looks like. Uh, boy, what a difference. And then to be able to do it before and after. Uh, and then, and then like, you don't really have to explain much. You're just like, okay, you can see the two sides. This is the best way to, to bring it back to normal. And you can show them some examples and, and, and communicate. I would, I would say it should take a doctor like two minutes. That's it. You know, to yeah. talk about yeah. shockwave and, and then the patients do it. I, I don't really get much objection at this point. Now, in your I will say if I if I can just jump in, yeah. you know where we get the objection, and I think some of your colleagues may get hung up, they get, well, it's not covered by insurance. So let's talk about that. Insurance isn't the same as it was when I grew up where um, it was paid for, or you met your deductible by March. And so the rest of your insurance was free. People's family deductibles and personal um, are very high right now. So you're paying as a patient one way or the other uh, to be able to do that. So what we want to do is what's the smartest way to get you better? We've already diagnosed you. We now know your part. What's the smartest way and most efficient and effective way for us to get you to where you want to be? Um, it really is shockwave. And I can start you today. I don't need to get any sort of approval or other. Um, this is something that we, we can really get going on and to be able to do it. And yes, it's going to cost you out of pocket, whether it's $500 for the series of treatments, 150 to $200 per treatment, uh, whatever the doctor decides. But uh, I think that there's a real value in getting them done. And if, if the physician cannot get hung up on the fact that they're asking for cash, uh, rather than leaning on uh, the, the insurance as if, the, as if the patient's not paying for that, uh, that's really where we want them to come from. And I think that once people get over that converse, that that hiccup, or that roadblock, if you will, uh, that's when they start to have the really good conversations, and they find that more of their patients are saying yes. Yeah, and 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 so I think a lot a lot of us, the, kind of the the conversation in our head is, let me try. This is the way I used to do it. So I want to explain how I used to do it when I first started. I, I pretty much I said, well, let's exhaust everything besides shockwave first. Let's do everything that insurance covers. And then we'll do shockwave. And what I found by doing it that way, not many patients were doing shockwave, okay? Um, but they also, a lot of people weren't getting better and they're getting very frustrated, especially with like Achilles tendonitis stuff. Um, I, I was successful prior to shockwave with like plantar fasciitis and, and things like that. And I still think there's a place. And sometimes I will still do a, a cortisone for like a plantar fasciitis. And then I'll say, I'll see in two months when it's out of your system. And if, if it comes back, then we're going to do shockwave. And, that, and that's how I'll still do it occasionally. Um, but I, I find that it's, it's just much quicker now. And it's not even an issue of, you know, we'll try a few things and then we'll go right into it. Because I, I think a lot, everything, Elise, is your belief in it. Everything it is really belief. is. 
Yeah. It has, it has nothing else. And if you, and if you do not believe in it, and I'll give you an example with podiatry and people are going to not like this. I don't think fungal laser toenail treatments work. Okay. I have two, two <laughs> fungal laser toenails. I don't think they work. And so I can't explain it to patients and I can't sleep well at night and, and this and that. And just, that's just the way I am. I do believe shockwave works. And so yeah. I'm offering it all day long because I know it works and I see my patients come back thanking me. And, uh, and we actually do, after we do our sessions, then we do a six week follow-up. We don't just call them. We actually have them come in usually at six weeks. And then I might do a few more if needed. And then they'll come back in another two months. So we do follow up. We don't just do phone calls for our patients. And you explain. Yeah. And I think the technology, again, um, shockwave is very different. Um, it, it, it has level one studies to back it. It is evidence-based. You know, it is a very effective, non-invasive approach to treating that pain. Uh, is it perfect? Is it magic? Nope. Uh, and again, I think when it's used, if the patient still comes back in and says, you know, doc, I'm, I'm still a nine out of 10. I mean, I felt better for a little while. Well, then we have to go back to the diagnosis. There, yeah. Then there's something. Um, and maybe surgery um, is something yeah. that we need to be able to, to look at. But I do think, um, again, if people offered, I, I always think if so time is valuable, right? I don't have time to keep coming back into you uh, to get something. If we diagnose my problem up front, I'm much more of the, let's talk about what is the best for me. Again, you're the expert. What is the best for me that's going to get, get me back in action? And I think that I, I could see people being frustrated if um, you, you have this amazing tool in your toolbox. Why not introduce it right up front? Yeah. Don't make any, no hesitation, no, no apologies. This I is the best for you. And exactly yeah. in terms of the pain scale, if the pain, I say, if the pain is an eight, nine or a 10, which I say, you're, you're probably limping. I might do, I might do a cortisone. Okay. If it's less, it's, if it's less than eight, I'm going to, I'm going to recommend shockwave. So even like if they come in and I don't even, I, I'm more so qualify for them for shockwave, meaning if, if it, they're not limping around all the time, then, then they don't qualify for cortisone in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So that's the yep. way I do it. That's why everyone gets it. So it's almost like a qualifier is the pain scale. So eight, nine or 10, you might get a cortisone. Less than that, you don't qualify. That's why I'm doing shockwave for you. That's the way I kind of think of it in my brain. Yeah. Well, and the beauty is now you don't have to save shockwave as a last resort. It can be used for acute and chronic. It can be used very effectively for pre and post surgery. Uh, you know, it can absolutely help that patient get better if they do have to go down that route. So again, lots of evidence to be able to point to. And I think the most important thing is when um, a physician brings this technology in, use it. Yeah. Just use it. And, and, and even if your hang up is price, just, you know, pick like three half days. I know it. And that's what I did. Three half days. It's, it's three half days. You're using it, but you got it. You schedule the patients and then no more after that. You're, you might do 50, 50 bucks instead of 150, you know, figure out what you want to do. Um, but uh, I'm going to put underneath this video, I'm going to put a few links uh, to, you know, where they can learn about Shockwave with you. I have a couple of resources for, for the, those that are subscribed, if they want to learn more about my templates and how I do Shockwave. But if they want to learn more about, about uh, you guys, where can they get that information? Um, your best place to look is curamedics.com. That's C-U-R-A-M-E-D-I-X.com. Um, they can actually email me directly. Um, so maybe you can include my email address, elise.hammond at curamedics.com. Great. Thank you, Elise. Thanks for your time. Thank you.